one and all to Eagle Auto Part on the GOAT Podcast. This is your co-host, DJ Harrington, and I'm going to tell you, we have the general manager, Doug Williams himself, on the other end of this call. Doug, how are you today? Uh, DJ, I'm doing absolutely fantastic, and I hope you're doing as well. Well, we had hurricanes and tornadoes here in the Atlanta market yesterday, and they said we're going to get a little bit of more rain today, but right now everything else is hunky-dory. Now, oh, great. this topic today for this episode is 14th, is it, what, is, what do you titled it? 14 things? 14, 14 things to carry in your car during the summer. Fantastic. All right, Doug Williams, the general manager, why don't you tell us what's number one? Well, in uh, no particular order here, so it's not in priority. These are just 14 things that I like to carry in my car that uh, I think could really get you out of a tough situation, maybe. Uh, we'll just start number one. Of course, you always want to have your uh, registration, your insurance card, and your owner's manual um, because that's important. And, you know, maybe some of these cars, people don't have their owner's manual, uh, but you can buy them anywhere. Uh, uh, we sell them here at Eagle uh on eBay, uh, you can look them up on eBay, you can get those really reasonable and, and they're, they're pretty important. I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit here. Um, water. I always like to have water in my car, you know, at least a gallon, um, not just uh, for drinking. Uh, but you know, if your car gets a pinhole and a radiator hose or a heater hose and it and all of a sudden your car starts to overheat, uh, you can pull over and, uh, you know, do not take the radiator cap off, of course, because the car is going to be hot at that time, and that, that uh, steam will come out and can burn you. You're going to want to add your water to the uh, overflow bottle, and that's where your uh, your owner's manual would come in handy because it will tell you where the owner, where the overflow bottle is located, and you'll be able to to add that water, and it could you know, at least get you off the interstate or get you to a uh, station somewhere that could fix that, you know, and again, for drinking, if you get stuck in traffic or something happens, you got a little drinking water too. So down on the water is really pretty important. Um, I like a flashlight, a little LED flashlight in case you get stopped at night for some reason, trouble with your car, a flat tire or something, you got a little flashlight. Um, and duct tape. A lot of people, you know, probably don't think of duct tape, but that, that is, that is so useful. Especially in today's cars, uh, there are a lot of plastic DJ. So, yeah. you know, let's say you pull up over a, a curb and, you know, some of these curbs are high and you back away. The next thing you know, your, your bumper is kind of flapping in the breeze there because you pulled out the push tabs that hold it to your car. And, you, you know, you've lost the, the push tabs. Really nothing wrong with the bumper. It just needs to be reattached, but you can't do it where you're at. Um, you know, some duct tape works wonders to tape that bumper back up to your fender. And I'm sure, DJ, you've probably seen people riding around town, you know, with all kind of parts, duct tape. You hit a mirror, somebody <laughs> side swipes you. You know, you can tape your mirror back up maybe just to get you home. So, you know, for the, for the expense and the little room it takes up, uh, you know, we, we like duct tape. Uh, Doug, I got to tell you, during the winter months, I was in Virginia speaking, and I went into a snowbank. And I went, I went to pull the car out, and sure enough, it loosened my. <laughs> when I got home, I had to go to a body shop, and they. I wish I had duct tape. It would have been great. All the way home. Yeah. All the way home. Yeah. Plus, you know, you can't 
you can't take the whole bumper off and put it in your car because it won't fit most of the time. That's no. got big SUV. <laughs> and the price of those bumper covers can be seven, eight hundred bucks for a new one. You know, so a little duct tape can can really save you some money. That's a good. One. Uh, we also like to carry a first aid kit. Uh, you know, you never know something happened, <clears throat> come across a, a come up on an accident or something. You can, uh, you know, you can help somebody there, or even you know, even in your own car, somebody you know cuts a finger or something. Uh, first aid kit always handy. And and one thing I think really really is important is a safety vest. Uh, one of these little neon vests that got uh, reflective tape on, usually bright orange or bright yellow. I always make sure I have that in a vehicle because you know you get out on the interstate, you have a flat tire, especially on the on the driver's side of the car. You know these trucks whizzing by at seventy miles an hour. Uh, I think it's so important if you have that vest or even at night with that reflective tape. Uh, that can really go a long way for visibility for someone seeing that. And again, very inexpensive to buy and uh, you know, very small. You can shove that in your glove compartment because they, they fold up really small. So safety vest, I think, is really important. And then number seven, uh, once we come up halfway, it would be an air pump. You know, they make these little air pumps now that plug into your cigarette lighter, and it's amazing the pressure they can they can build. So if you got a tire that's you know a little low when you come out from the restaurant or shopping, uh, and you know you feel like I just can't get this tire changed, uh, if I could just get home three miles, you know I could do it at home, be easier. You might just be able to plug that air pump in, pump that tire up, get enough in it, get you home, and um, and then and save you from having to maybe change a change a tire somewhere that's that's really not safe or or you know convenient for you at the time. Boy, you are good. This is a great list, Doug. Okay, folks. Now, everyone that's listening, we're going to take a real fast, short break. And when we come back, we're going to get the rest of Doug's list. We'll be right back. Eagle Auto Part is located in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. The Eagle team is becoming the most recognized name in the recycling industry, serving not only West Virginia, but also Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Virginia. Eagle Auto Part inventory is computerized, racked, and ready for immediate pickup. Arch is our fast delivery service. With a very active presence on eBay, we have several distribution shipments daily. Eagle Auto Part processes all of our vehicles in the most professional manner, which ensures the quality of all of our parts sold. What can we do for you? Visit us on the web at eagleautopart.com or call 800-261-6664, that's 800-261-6664, or send us an email at sales at eagleautopart.com. Now, this episode, Fuel for Thought by DJ Harrington, it's a good one, and it ties in with our episode. Doug Williams was nice enough to give us his, you know, 14 list, and one of the lists was the first aid kit. So I have a first aid kit for life reminder kit. In the first aid kit, the reminder kit, I have a toothpick. And it means to remind you to pick the good qualities in others. And in our little first aid kit is a Band-Aid to remind you to heal hurt feelings, yours and someone else's. In our kit, we have a pencil to remind you to list your blessings each and every day. 
Now, if you look in your kit, it's an eraser. It's a small one to remind you that everyone makes mistakes, and that's okay. Now, in our Remember Kit, there's chewing gum. That is to remind you to stick with it, and you can accomplish anything. In our kit, we have a mint to remind you that you are worth a mint. In our kit, we have a candy kiss to remind you that everyone needs a kiss or a hug every day. And then in this same kit, we have a tea bag that you make iced tea with to remind you to relax daily and go over your list of blessings. So those of you that are listening, you get a little kit, and it could be a small, like a sewing kit, make, make it your first aid for life reminder kit. There's a toothpick, a Band-Aid, a pencil, eraser, chewing gum, a mint, candy kiss, and a tea bag. And with that, that is your fuel for thought for Eagle Auto Part on the go. Now, the next we'll hear from Chuck Camp, our producer, who's going to talk about things you might have not known. Hey, it's Chuck, the producer. And if you're listening to this podcast, odds are you are into everything that represents automobiles. Here are a few meanings behind some popular car logos. The Acura Luxury brand takes its logo from the shape of an upright pair of calipers enclosed in an oval as a tool for pinpointing exact Detailed measurements, calipers, fit the automaker's name with the prefix ACU, meaning sharp or precise. Audi, the four interlocking rings of Audi's logo represent the four individual companies that formed the Audi family when they merged in 1932. The companies were DKW, which made motorcycles and small cars, Wanderer, which made mid-sized cars, Audi, deluxe mid-sized cars, and Horsch, which made high-end luxury vehicles. Everyone knows what the Buick's logo looks like. It's the three-flag badge, and it began as a one-flag homage to the Buick family coat of arms chosen by Scottish-American founder David Dunbar Buick. And it didn't become three flags until 1959, when two more flags were added. Each of the three represented one of the brand's models, the LeSabre for red, the Invicta, gray, and the Electra for blue. And everyone knows the Ferrari's prancing stallion. That actually came from Count Francisco Baracca, a renowned Italian Air Force pilot during World War I. Baracca is considered a national hero by Italians. His plane had the same design printed on its side. Baraka's mother suggested using the stallion, suggesting it would bring the car maker good luck. So the next time you see these vehicles and other vehicles, look at the logo and see if you can figure out where that logo came from. This is Chuck. Now back to DJ and Doug. Welcome back, one and all. Our dear friends, we have... Doug Williams, the general manager of Eagle Auto Part, on the phone right now with us doing our weekly podcast. And Doug, I sure do appreciate your time. We're so far we're up to number seven. Now we're going to go to number eight. 
What's the eighth tip? Um, I like to carry a jump box or a battery box, you call them in your car now. They, they've really come down in price. They're really fairly inexpensive, and they're really small. They've made these things. Technology is incredible. They've made these battery boxes very, very uh, small and, and very powerful. And that can really get you out of a jam. I like that even better than jumper cables because today, with the technology in these cars, you know, you hook your battery up, and try to jump somebody. If for some reason somebody gets the wrong, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, cable hooked up to the the wrong side, the negative, and hook it up to the power even for a second, if that if there's a big arc, that can fry your computer instantly in your car because there's so many computers, but it can it can fry several of them, could fry the the main. A computer in your car, and that can be thousands of dollars in repair. So, really, don't like to jump cars anymore with jumper cables. If you have a battery box, you just hook that up. Very simple, you know, red to positive, black to negative. Hook that up, start your car, especially if you're a you know a place by yourself, no one's around to jump you. Um, battery boxes are just much better nowadays than I think jumper cables, and much safer for. For your car, because again, you can really do some damage. Boy, uh, I, I like got to tell you this one. Hey, hey, on number eight, I have to tell you, my son-in-law. I had a bit dead bed battery here in Atlanta, so my son-in-law comes over and he says, "Dad, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Put the jumper cables away." And I said, "I got them hooked up already." He said, "Yeah, and you might have them hooked up wrong." He takes out that little jump box you're talking about from his car jumped my car and he said it's a whole lot safer so then he turns to me and said i know what i'm getting you for father's day (laughs) (laughs) but he said the Uh, same thing you just said about the jumper cables same thing yeah yeah you just gotta be so careful today uh, you know because again it it can fry your computers and and a lot of these late model cars can have 10 12 computers in them you know airbag computers uh seat restraint computers uh, heater control computers, all the, the, your car is nothing but a big computer. And, uh, a, vol, uh, a surge of voltage, you know, in that car can actually fry all of them. And again, you can be talking thousands of dollars for repair. Uh, so a battery box, a good battery box is going to be way cheaper. And again, much more efficient. Sometimes you're pulled into a parking spot. Your jumper cables aren't long enough. You got a car on each side. You can't. You can't get a car close enough until somebody comes out from the store and moves or a battery box. You can throw it on there, start your car, and you're gone in, in you know, 30 seconds. So Perfect. really a, a good thing to have. Uh, again, I like to carry a fire extinguisher just for the safety factor. Um, you know, your car might catch on fire. Uh, you really need to be trained in using that, though. Uh, you know, talk to even your local fire department. Your, you know, they'll usually... Uh, you know, uh, give you some tips on using a fire extinguisher because you don't want to run up on something you're not sure of, and, and you want to make sure the right the, you're using the right fire extinguisher on a the type of fire. You know, whether it's a fuel fire or what type of fire it is, electrical, different fire extinguishers. But that can all be learned. And again, I think it's a good thing to carry in your car. Um, I also like a, a small toolbox, um, a couple screwdrivers, or even a multi-tool will work. You can't do a lot of stuff on your car nowadays because they are so computer-oriented. A lot of stuff, you know, you're not sure what's wrong. Um, the days of pulling an old distributor cap, DJ, you probably remember, and cleaning yeah. the carbon off the tips and putting it back on there on a rainy day, and you could go down the road and be fine. But today it's a lot more a lot more sophisticated. But, again, a multi-tool 
could could be handy uh, in some situations. Um, number eleven, I like to carry a blanket uh, in case you got to get underneath your car uh, to let the spare tire down, depending where it is. Most of the time, they're up underneath the car, and sometimes the cable doesn't want to come unhooked. Uh, depending where you're at, if it's a you know muddy area or, or gravel, can be a little painful. Uh, so blanket can work nice. And also, if you come up on an accident scene, uh, you know maybe maybe somebody's hurt really bad, you can use a blanket uh, if they're going into shock. So a lot of things uh, blanket can be can be used for. Uh, and then uh, Chuck will probably appreciate this uh, WD40 because you know Chuck's the expert on that. We know what the <laughs> WD stands for: water displacement. <laughs> from one of his earlier episodes, uh, things you probably yeah. didn't know. Probably yeah, that didn't was know about w- That was a great episode. <laughs> but uh, that's uh, that's something too. You got rusty lug nuts. Um, you know, it helps getting them off. Uh, sometimes your spare tire carriers up underneath the car. If you live in an area where it's real salty, that cable can rust. makes the makes the cable hard to let down. Or a little squirt of WD forty up on that cable. Your tire will go up and down much easier. So, you know, little small cans, you've probably seen them in grocery stores, and I mean, they sell them everywhere, hardwares, little small cans of that fit in your glove compartment. So a can of that does well. Uh, and then I like uh, some type of reflectors or triangles. You know, if you see them, most of the time your commercial trucks have them because it's required by, by law. But I think even in a car, a smaller set of those, Again, at nighttime, you're trying to change a tire along the interstate. Just that little bit of uh, reflective orange or whatever uh, off the headlights can really maybe alert somebody that, hey, somebody's there and they can change lanes, get so they're not so close to you. Again, because there's so many fatalities every year where somebody changing a tire on the side of the road uh, where something small like a, a little set of reflectors or something can make a big difference. And then the last thing, DJ, I like to carry um, is a is a glass breaker. Uh, a couple different uh, uh, verbiage for those, um, you know, window breaker, glass breaker. Uh, but they're little units that actually a lot of them clip on your keychain. Uh, they most of them nowadays even have a, a a little razor blade inserted in them that you can use for a seatbelt cutter. So it's kind of a two-fold tool. You can use it to break a glass out, a side glass, a door glass. Uh, or a windshield. So if you come up on a, you know, somebody who's, you know, forgotten and left a, a child in a car, especially with these temperatures we're going to start having, a lot of fatalities every year with children dying in cars. You know, try to hit that with your fist or something. That glass is not going to break. But if you've got that little glass breaker, it's got a little sharp point on it. You just hit that window one time, it will shatter. You know, you might be able to get in and save a child's life by breaking that window. Or somebody's stuck in a car from an accident, you know, they can't get out. You can slip that seat belt because then maybe they're uh, upside down in there and the weight's hanging on the seat belt and you can't unbuckle it. If you've got that little razor and you can slip that seat belt, maybe help somebody get out of a burning car. Again, very small tool, very inexpensive, but might save somebody's life. So another thing that I think that I think that's, that's really important to carry. So that, that's the 14 things I like to carry in my car, DJ. All right, so do you have the GJ bonus section? (laughs) (laughs) I I want our listeners to know, we talked about this yesterday for this episode, and I said, okay, Chuck, let me see what Doug has, and I'm going to bring my list. So Chuck, our producer, laughed today when I said, 
well, I have my little list too. And he goes, oh, boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's see what's different between my little list and your little list. Your list is very detailed. I have, make sure you bring a light jacket <laughs> in case you get cool out. But I have on mine water to drink, not water for the battery. And it's kind of funny. I, I put down today a phone charger because a lot of times yeah. people forget. So I put phone charger. I just came back from Florida. My son-in-law made sure he had sunglasses the whole time he was there. He had snacks in the car because he had his flashlight, mm-hmm, yeah. like your suggestion. He told me we needed sunscreen so because <laughs> we were going to Florida. And it's summertime. Yeah, good idea. It's a good idea. Yeah. And the one thing that he said to me, he said, hey, Dad, uh, do you have any emergency money with you? I said, what? He said, we're going on a four-day trip here. Uh, do you have emergency cash? And I laughed and I said, yeah, okay, so let's go to the bank and get an emergency. Just to have some money, extra money in case something. So you have, he called it emergency money. Just in case you put it in your glove compartment, just in, just in case something comes up and you have to have cash, and somebody doesn't. Yeah, and I, I do the same thing in my wallet, so it stays with me. But yeah, just just have a little cash because you never know what could happen. So uh, that's that's another good point. Yeah, it's uh, you know all those things are all those things are good too. I mean, you you can never really be too prepared. I believe. Yeah, I brought a light jacket. and I didn't need it one day. So it's, it's, but I thought it would, you know, in the evening, it might be, you know, cooler from here in Georgia, you need a light jacket, but there, we didn't sure. need one. Boy, your list is excellent. Doug, like usual, our listeners get one more benefit. We're going to, this episode, the fuel for thought was great. That was done by yours truly. So I want to thank you for your time and we'll see you next time on an episode of Eagle Auto Park on the go podcast thanks again for listening folks this is really nice of all of you please tell your friends your neighbors people you go to church with neighbors on your block to tell them to go to eagle auto park on the go podcast and each week we have an inspirational episode and that make sure you listen to you download on any place that's available and and rate it you know kind of give it a review and tell us what you like we're available, and we have to know, we're available on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartMedia, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcast. As I always say, remember to like, review, and share everywhere. And I'll see you on the next Eagle Auto Part On The Go podcast. Oh, before I get off, one more thing. Next week, we're going to talk about Doug Williams and the bee business at his bee farm. Here you go.